Welcome to Martinelia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. This podcast is designed to come alongside you in your daily Bible reading and prayer, and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we are unable to get together in person. You'll want to follow along each day by reading before listening, if possible. You can always find our readings and short prayer at www.newcitycincy.org/social. Today is Monday, April sixth, and our scripture readings are Psalm one hundred and forty-five, Lamentations one verses one to twelve, Second Corinthians one verses one to seven, Mark eleven verses twelve to twenty-five. For those of you paying close attention to our readings, you may notice that we are not in our regular Old Testament readings through Exodus. This is not another April Fool's Day prank. Our scripture readings are a bit different this week because we are in Holy Week, the week between Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem and His resurrection on Easter Sunday. And I hope that you will use the readings and prayers this week to help you reflect on our salvation and hope in Jesus. My name is Ryan Zhang, one of the pastors at New City. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about this short and strange book called Lamentation. And now I know many of you are home a lot in the last few weeks, and you will be home a lot for the next few weeks. You have already binge watched all the shows you wanted to watch on Netflix. There's no live sports on TV. You're tired of reading. Your kids are all cooped up. You already walked around your blocks for the fiftieth time today. What more can you do in this season? Well, let me give you one recommendation. Lament. Now, it's not a fun recommendation. It's probably not something you do regularly, but it's a necessary one, especially in this season. And it's a necessary one to teach our kids, because it will teach them to find a healthy way. To express the grief, frustration, and brokenness that they will face in their lives, to lament is a passionate, honest expression of our griefs. If you read Lamentations chapter one in our reading today, you will find a strange similarity between the words of the prophet Jeremiah and our own situation. He says, "How lonely sits the city that was full of people." Verse four. The roads to Zion mourn, for none come to the festival. All her gates are desolate; her priests groan. Verse eleven: All her people groan as they search for toilet paper. I mean, excuse me, as they search for bread, they trade their treasure for food to revive their strength. Look, O Lord, and see, for I am despised. Now we can easily use the same language to describe many of our global cities right now. The streets are deserted. The people mourn for their sick and dying relatives. People struggle to find food. Some of us may wonder, you know, if this is the reality we live in, why bother lamenting about it? Now, why not just put our heads down and get on with life? Or if you look at our Second Corinthians reading today, and it says, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us." In all our afflictions, you know, if God is a God of all comfort, isn't it sinful or unfaithful to lament about our circumstances? Well, first, I want to say that lament and faith do not contradict each other. 
The author of Lamentations, the prophet Jeremiah, also wrote about God's new covenant with His people, where God would turn people's mourning into joy. Our Lord Jesus, knowing that He was about to raise Lazarus from the dead, He still wept with the people. And Paul writes that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. To lament does not mean that we do not trust God to comfort us and redeem us, but it's an honest and passionate expression of our griefs, of our feelings. It's a recognition that we don't have the power or the answers to make things better, and all we can do at this moment is to grieve and to cry out. And second, lament does not make us weak. To lament and weep is actually an act of courage. You know, being able to lament gives us the courage to face the full gravity of the situation. In this book of Lamentations, lament gives Jeremiah and his people the courage to fully acknowledge and confront the consequences of their sins. We don't have to bury our emotions and move on with our lives. We don't have to numb ourselves against pain with drugs, alcohol, or Netflix. We don't have to deny the reality of this broken world. We can be honest, and we can be broken before God. And lastly, lament actually makes us stronger because it connects us to God, who does have the power to redeem and comfort us. When we are honest with God and cried out to Him, we know that He hears our cry and He will comfort us. As we join with Christ in His suffering, as it says in Second Corinthians one, as we join with Christ in His suffering, we also join with Christ in receiving God's comfort. We have an eight-month-old at home, and sometimes we have to put her down on the floor or in her chair for a brief moment so that we could finish cooking or wash our hands. And very often she would start crying immediately, even though we would only be gone for a couple of minutes. But it's a way for her to let us know that she is sad and she is lonely and she wants our love and our comfort. And perhaps this is a season where we can all become like our eight months old and learn to express our sadness and grief and learn to cry out to God for love and comfort. Our goal for this podcast is to foster community and encourage personal reflection in this challenging season. So reach out to your community group, talk with roommates or spouses, or call a friend. And here's a question to help you do that: What's one loss in this season that you would like to mourn about? Now, this is not just a question to to invite us to lament. I hope it will also open up opportunities for you to have deeper conversations with your friends and family. If you think this would be helpful to friends or family, please share this with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org/social. Find more resources related to Marginalia's daily readings and prayers podcast by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or on Facebook at New City Cincy. As we close today, we invite you to join us in our denomination. The Presbyterian Church in America to cry out to God to make His presence tangible, to know that He is our ever-present help in times of need, and sometimes we feel lonely, rejected, forgotten by God. 
But God's word tells us that God will never leave us nor forsake us. So let me close in prayer today. Lord, help us to feel your presence in our circumstances. Be especially with the weakest and the most vulnerable in our city. We lament the loss of time, of work, of health, and of perhaps even the loved ones. We grieve for the injustice and brokenness in our healthcare system, and the discrimination and prejudices that many of our Asian American friends and families, and brothers and sisters, are facing in this season. We are fearful and weak, and we are impatient to see this whole thing come to an end. Be with us on this day, and help us not to be anxious about tomorrow, and trust in your grace and comfort for this day. We pray in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a nice day.